Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, Fran, how you doing? Okie dokie. Hi, Fran. Well, we want Hi. We wanted to talk to Fran tonight about, uh, unfortunately, a, a sad event. And, and people who are, are long-term listeners uh, probably know where we're going with this. But as Johnny and I were talking Sunday afternoon about Johnny Carson, we realized that a lot of our listeners, who may be relatively newer listeners, may not know of Fran Tate's experience on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show. And Fran is easily the only person we know that's ever actually been a guest on the Johnny Carson Show. What year was it, Fran? Uh, 84. 1984. And, and how did the Carson Show find out about you? Uh, they have a lady that, her name is Shirley Wood, I think. She's uh, like, um, she looks things up. And I was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal in February of 84 mm -hmm. for having the es a restaurant in an Eskimo village. Mm -hmm. And the Carson camp picked that up and called me. And, now again, when you were on the front page of the paper, it was Fran Tate of Peppy's North of the Bor Border, Barrow, Alaska. Oh, look at this wacky woman. And they always look for fun guests. So they called you. And what did you think when you got a call from the Carson show? Well, I thought it was not... For real, because after I hit the front page of the Wall Street Journal, people in the town said, oh, the next day she'll be in the movies, and uh, she'll be on radio, and, you know, they do all kinds of because uh -huh. <laughs> I made the front page, uh -huh. and, uh, and so uh, I didn't think anything about it, and then a call came in one day, and the waiters uh, answered the phone, and so they said, this is the NBC Tonight Show, we'd like to talk to Fran. And uh, I, when the waiter came into my office and told me, I said, nah, what kind of a joke is this? And so I answered the phone that way. I said, what kind of a joke is this? What do you mean, NBC Tonight Show? And the lady said, this is Shirley Wood from the NBC Johnny Carson Tonight Show, and I'd like to talk to you about being a guest on the show. Well, I just screamed because I couldn't believe it. And they heard me out in the hallway and said, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how was it set up? Did, did they... Uh, uh, well, they called me about, that was in February, and they called me about three, four times because she told me they have to make sure that the person will talk and is a little bit glib. Well, I fit right in there. <laughs> yeah. Don't have to worry about me talking, because sometimes they bring people into the show, and then he asks them questions, and all they say is, uh-huh, yeah. Right. Uh-uh. Right. No. And, and he can't milk a joke out of that. You have to be able to let him milk jokes so that he is the star and, and, and makes the joke. Mm-hmm. So uh, then after about the fourth call, they uh, sent me a ticket uh, to go uh, down to, was it, Be no, it's not Beverly Hills, downtown, 
that Berkeley? Was it Burbank? Burbank. I, I think it was Burbank. Burbank, yeah. 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 Burbank yeah. in 84. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I went, and they uh, booked me at the Universal Hotel, Universal Studio Hotel. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was on about the seventh or eighth floor, but Kelly Savalas was on, he had the whole tenth floor, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Because they have security in between and on the other side. So he had the whole floor. I just had a room. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing I can say I outdid him was my limousine, which was gray and black, was longer than his white limousine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think you ever told us that they, they limoed you around. and. Yeah, they limoed me. Wow. And then the driver, he was a great guy. He said, uh, look at all the people looking at you. They're trying to figure out what movie star you are. And I said, oh, no, they know I'm Phyllis Diller before the facelift. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. So uh, I assume you were originally told that you were just going to be one of a number of guests. And did you have any meeting with Johnny or anybody before the show once you got to the studio? No, I met with Shirley Wood and... Uh, she wanted me to keep the conversation not about my sewage company or about my water company, only about the restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, and I brought, and she, I brought in several gifts, and then she picked the one for me to present to him on stage. Oh. And so uh, uh, she had kind of a format of what he would ask me. Uh, nothing that I was supposed to read or anything, mm-hmm. but I, she said, these are the kind of questions he may ask you. And, uh, but he, she said, uh, hang in with peppies. Don't talk about the water company or sewage company or, unless it comes up somehow that he asks you a question. Mm-hmm. And so I went into, they actually have a green room. And I was in there with Amy Irving. She was on right after me. Mm-hmm. And then I bumped, uh, because I was on 23 minutes, I bumped the last guest. Which was... David Steinberg. David Steinberg. Yeah. (laughs) How how did it go? So you you go out there, he introduces you, and Uh when did you kind of get the feeling that he was going to bump some other guests? How did you... Was there a point where you got the feeling he was just... No, I didn't know. You know, you go to the makeup room and they... Boy, man, they used a quarter pound of pancake makeup on my face. (laughs) But anyway... You, uh, uh, what was the guy's name? Fred DeCordova, right? The producer. Mm-hmm. Okay, he sat under the first spotlight and camera. He sat right there, and w- because they told me I'd be on about six, seven minutes, mm-hmm. and he motioned to Carson, "Keep going, keep going, keep oh. going." So they, I was on twenty-three minutes. Wow. Now, and I think in the history of Johnny Carson trivia, the you're the only non-star that has ever stayed on for that period of time. Yes. Yes, it is. And there's a fellow in Chicago. I've never met him, but he wrote a book. His name is Steve Stephen Cox. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a book called Here's Johnny. And the book, I have it in my showcase. It's about, he's been watching Carson since, like, day one. Mm -hmm. And he wrote this book on the best 100 shows during the Carson era. And I am one of those 
600 shows and has my picture in there, that makes me feel even better than being on the show. <laughs> because there was how many thousand shows? 10,000. Yeah. yeah. But I was one of 100. So I feel pretty good about that box. If you're listening, Steve Cox, Cox, congratulations. Thank you. Well, what was it like when you first went out? Did Johnny make you feel relaxed or, or were you having fun or... Uh... Uh, well, I didn't get to meet him before or after. Mm -hmm. I went out cold turkey from behind the stage, and Doc Severinsen was the band at that time, and they played the Mexican hat dance. <laughs> and the fellow in, by the curtain in the back said, be careful, that step up there is only about an inch high, and a lot of people trip on it, so be careful. So I was being very careful not to trip on that step, and Ed McMahon was there, and me. And I was sweating terribly. <laughs> but everybody said I looked calm, cool, and collected. I mean, the people <laughs> up here. Now, when you walked out on the stage, did you start dancing to the music? Did you did you wiggle a little no, bit? Or? No, no. I just walked. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in my mind, I'm just a little country girl. I couldn't believe I was on that stage. And you look out and you see... Lots of people. Yeah. I, I just couldn't believe I was on that show with the big three names, Johnny Carson, Ed McMahon, and Doc Severin. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I'm surprised that I didn't just get lockjaw and jam up. Oh. Well, did, once you were on the show, did you enjoy talking with Johnny? Did, did he kind of relax oh, you yeah. once you were on the show? Yeah, end? it was really good because, one, he did not follow the format that Shirley Wood gave had me look at. He didn't give it to me. Uh -huh. But he did not follow that. And the thing is, um, I'm, I got such a simple mind that a lot of times he asked me a question and I actually stumped him. And when he's stumped and can't come back with a quick answer, he taps that pencil on the table <laughs> and then he'd come back. He's very clever. And he'd come back. But uh, everybody in Barrow was so proud. See, we didn't get to show up here at that time because NBC was not in Barrow. We had three Ted Turner stations, but we didn't have NBC. So somebody in Anchorage taped it and brought it back to Barrow. Mm. Did, did uh, I'm assuming they took a commercial break or two while you were on, and did Johnny say anything to you what? during the commercial break? No. You, you didn't talk at all during the commercial break? Uh, uh, no, but I don't even think. I think he just went behind the curtain. <gasps> really? Really? Yeah. Because oh, we've often wondered what did they do during the commercial break. Yeah. Wow. No. Uh, no. I I I didn't see him at all. Did they offer you anything to drink when you were sitting out there on the stage? Because uh -uh. we've often heard that, especially in the 60s and 70s, and this was in 84 when you were on the show, but in the 60s and 70s, it wasn't uncommon for people to have a little something uh, to drink uh, <laughs> of an alcoholic yeah. nature. No. You know? no, he had a cup, and uh -huh. Ed McMahon had a cup, but I didn't have anything. Because uh, so, you, were, you were just going to be out there. The funny part of the show, huh? You were just going to be out there for literally a couple of minutes originally. I mean, you're just going to be in and out, and a little joke, and then off stage. Yeah, and I presented him with this gift, which is a walrus usik from up here. 
Mm-hmm. You know what a walrus usik is? <laughs> yeah. You, you want to explain it for people who don't know? <laughs> <laughs> well, he held it in his hand. I present it was a little uh, gold, uh, not gold, brass probably thing that says to Johnny Carson from Brantate Peppies north of the border. And and he said, what is this like? Is it a whale bone? I said, no. He said, it's big because it was about 22 inches long. And <laughs> And and he l- looked at it again, and he said, "It's not a whale bone." I said, "No." He said, "You know how he makes those eyes that uh-huh. just kind of..." Well, I, I, the, they took a picture, and I they I got a picture of that. He's looking at. It, he said, "Well, what is it?" And I said, "Well, uh, let's just say every male walrus has one." <laughs> So so then he said, boy, there's some unhappy walrus somewhere out there. (laughs) No, he's holding this when he realizes what it is. Just what it is that he's holding. (laughs) Right, right. It's wonderful. And then we start talking about how cold it gets up here. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he's still holding on to it. And then he shook it and he... When I said something like 65 below is average in the winter with the chill factor, he said, well, no wonder it looks like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those are great memories. I tell you, we were so tickled. Fran, you know we love to tell the story of we were driving you back to the airport after you'd spent a couple days here. This was years ago. And Fran's sitting in the back seat. We're just trying to get as much conversation in because it had been a busy three or four days. And Fran just offhandedly says, oh yeah, well when I was on the Carson show, and literally I swear, Steve almost hit the brakes and went, what? You were on the Carson show? And then we got to the airport, and I remember we sat outside to get all the details because we thought we knew Fran, and we never knew that she was actually on the show for 23 minutes. When your segment was over, did Johnny say anything to you uh, afterwards? or No, he disappeared like there's a trap door under his feet. <laughs> Just gone. Wow. Uh, and and then I went back to the green room, and um, whatchamacallit, what's her, uh, Amy Irving uh-huh. went on. Uh-huh. And uh, she has to be a quick thinker, because when she was on, he, uh, she, he said something like, well, I haven't seen you for a long time. She says, you're lying, because I saw you in Paris, or uh, along, uh, what, the French Riviera, up in your hotel room with binoculars, looking at me and other girls laying out on the nude oh. uh, uh, um, ramp. No, you know, like a a float, uh-huh. a, a mm-hmm. wooden right. float. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, and he said, "No, that wasn't me." She said, "Yes, it was. I know it was you." He said, "Well, okay. What were you doing out there on the nude?" float instead of the other float. And she, real quick-witted, she says, I was laying out there hoping that a walrus with a million dollars would float past. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) We've had some people email us, and they want to know, do you know which of the best of the Carson videos your segment is on? No, I don't. But it is on there. No, I don't. I think there's a couple different versions of it because 
One couple here in Barrow said they couldn't find it any place. The next one says, oh, it was so good to look at that again. So I don't, um, there, there may be two versions or three versions. Mm -hmm. or In fact, I don't know how it comes. Yeah, I think that a, a, a listener called uh, earlier this morning and said that she had something that I didn't know that existed, and I wouldn't be surprised if you pop up on this one. It's Carson's. 100 favorite guests yeah. of all of his shows and he actually handpicked these guests and it's clips from that and I didn't even know that this this oh, set well, maybe existed that came off of the Steve Cox's book because the other thing that we all are familiar with are the best of Carson Works right. actually the whole shows and I don't know if we've just never had any luck, you know, picking up a tape from the 80s and popping it in, and it wasn't that particular season. I have a feeling yeah. you would have been on the best of his favorite guests. Well, my show was on four times a year until his last night, uh, until his last week, and it was on that week. Oh, really? I was on the best of Carson. Yeah, people would call me from Anchorage and Fairbanks and say, what is this, a series? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it was on the best of Carson about every four months for until he retired. Wow. Now, they, they flew you down. They put you up in a nice hotel. They limoed you to the place. Now, the union required that they paid you. You got paid in 1984 how much to do the Carson show? $200. And there's a good story behind that. <laughs> and this, I'm not have anything behind, against Johnny Carson because he was wonderful and I enjoyed him on the show. But this is what happened. After the show, Freddie D. Cordova took me into Johnny Carson's office, which is huge. And he said, do you, uh, I'll bet you all the people in Barrow are watching the show. I said, no, as a matter of fact, they're not watching the show because we don't get NBC up there. We only have Ted Turner stations. He said, would you like a, do you have a TV station? I said, yes, we do. Would you like to take a copy that your local TV station can run? And I said, yeah, that'd be wonderful. So I, he said, you wait out in the lobby. So I, he, they, about 20 minutes later, he came, and he had, and it's bigger than a video it, mm -hmm. because it goes in a commercial thing, I guess. And so he handed it to me with a bill for $112 <laughs> on the top. And he says, you take this to Barbera out in the outer office, and she'll give you your check and you can give her the $112. <laughs> you know what I did what? when I got out there to Barbera? I, she said, oh, you came to pick up your check? I said, not really. Here's for the video. You keep the change. And I walked out. Wow. Wow. <gasps> what, what was her reaction? She just looked surprised. Yeah. yeah. She just looked, I mean, she, she was speechless. She didn't know what to say. I said, you keep the change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I walked out. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you another thing that's real noticeable. Like when I stayed at the hotel, the first uh, morning I went down there for breakfast, man, you think I could get a waiter? They walked one way, they walked the other way, the busboy walked one way. They, uh, they don't pay any attention to you. So mm -hmm. I thought, man, what kind of a hotel is this? Okay. Finally got served. The next morning after the show, 
it was like a Chevron station. I had somebody kicking the tires, checking the oil, dump my water, help me. I mean, they're going to feed you. What a difference a day makes, huh? Oh, that's the funny. power of celebrity, friend. I, that all, is all funny. of a sudden important. The day before, I was a nothing. Oh, that's a wonderful story. I I love that story, and I'm just so happy that you know you could join us tonight to tell the story. His picture. I I, I told you when I called you on Sunday afternoon. I said I was really really. I I don't know why I was so shocked because I know that he there had been rumors that he'd been ill for some time. But I was I was yeah, going. Yeah, at, I read where he was ill too. I just I guess I wasn't prepared for it. It was just one of those. I uh, I flipped on the radio, and when I did, I flipped on GN, and they said we're going to take a break now for a news bulletin. Johnny Carson has passed away, and I, I was stunned. I'm like looking at the radio, mm -hmm. saying, "I didn't hear you right." I think everybody, yeah, because it, he was like, um, he was never going to go away because he was always there. Yeah, for well, yeah, we all kind of grew up with him for sure. Well, yeah, uh -huh. Brent, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, you sound wonderful. Oh, I feel great. Good. I feel great, hey, and I'm, I too, am very sorry to see Johnny Carson go because, uh, I mean. He helped me put Pepe's on the map. I mean, there, for five summers, people were coming just to see Pepe's, and they still are. And uh, uh, he was just really wonderful about it. And I'm sorry I didn't get to talk to him, like, before or after. Uh, he just disappeared. Yeah. I, I got to talk to Fred de Cordova, but <laughs> not to him. Right. Well, have a great week. I know you got a busy one coming up. And Fran, we're going to find oh, an excuse we got to... Busy uh, two weeks coming up. Uh, we're heading on vacation, but we're going to find an excuse to uh, call and talk to you about uh, happier subjects, too. Oh, okay. Thank you. Take care, hon. Yeah, thank you. Love you all. Love you. Bye-bye now, Fran.